This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, your host on Diversity Bites, the program for everybody who understands the challenges inherent in creating a more diverse workforce. Join us as we explore the strategies and mindsets needed to transcend statistics, increase belonging, and unlock higher performance. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, and welcome to another episode of Diversity Bites. Unfortunately, as I'm, reco- as I'm recording this episode, uh, there's been a lot of layoffs at the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023. Uh, it's a bit of a coincidence, but I was planning already on recording some episodes on interviewing, um, especially as it relates to underrepresented professionals. So I think this is a good time just to share this general information as well as some specific uh, things to think about if you're an underrepresented professional and it's somewhat timely uh, because of a lot of the activity that's going off right now with layoffs. So today what I want to talk about is uh, a mindset in terms of when you are interviewing. So whether you've been laid off or not, there are two distinct mindsets you can bring to a job interview. Uh, And I'm not talking about whether you need the job or not, or whether you're unemployed or not. I'm just talking about in general, um, about how you approach the job search. Now, of course, I'm not naive. It will be affected, or your ability to get into this mindset will be affected by how much you do need the job and your financial situation. So I don't want to um, say that that doesn't matter or that doesn't exist. However, I want to keep this somewhat... Um, separate in terms of thinking whether you do or not, this mindset uh, can drastically change the way you feel to others, the way you feel yourself, uh, and the way you approach the interviewing situation. Now, the first mindset, and this is the most common mindset and one that I've had most of my career, is you read the job description and you try to figure out how you can fit into it, right? First, you try to find something that's pretty close to what you do or what you might want to do, and then you just contort yourself to really try to fit into that and convince them that you are exactly the person for that job. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing or there's anything wrong with that. In fact, a lot of times hiring managers are actually looking to do exactly just that, right? They're very much looking just to find the person who fits exactly into the box that they've created. Now, anyone who's tried to hire people knows that that's pretty difficult to do, right? You always have to make some compromises and you try to find the person who's closest to it, but it's very difficult to find someone who's exactly what you're looking for. It's the job description is more an estimate than anything else. So this approach um, can be effective. Uh, The challenge with that is uh, you've really left yourself at the whim of the job description and the company. And what makes it worse is when you're Uh, really, you know, looking for work or needing work, you're more inclined to sacrifice what's right for you, what's right for your development, what's right for who you are in order just to get the salary uh, or the paycheck. And don't get me wrong, I've been salaried all of my life. I love getting a paycheck. It's, It's very secure. However, what can happen is that can take you away Uh, from your development and who you're meant to grow into as a professional the longer you stay in something that is not right for you and that you can't really develop in a way 
that supports your own growth. And that can be especially challenging for underrepresented professionals because hiring managers may have a view towards who you are or who you should be, not based on your experience, not based on your education, but based on stereotypes or biases about what you're capable of, or even in a nice way, what you're interested in or what you're good at, right? Oh, Joe, you're Asian, you must be good at math. Are you gonna be a data engineer? No, I'm a lawyer by training, right? So that's a box that can sometimes work against you when you're just trying to fit into other people's boxes. And the other thing that can happen is if you don't look like the person that they want to put in that box, that also works against you, right? They're like, well, you know, we're really trying to hire this kind of person and we never hire people like you for this position. So then you seem risky or anomalous for that position. So that's kind of the first approach. Um, it can definitely be effective. It, it has those drawbacks uh, for sure. And I'd like to share with you a second approach um, that I think is a little bit more friendly towards your career development and your growth as a professional and who you want to be. And that second approach is to really choose and figure out your identity as a professional, right? Who are you trying to be and who are you trying to become, right? So it's not so much the specific role like, oh, you know, I want to be an engineer, or I want to be a doctor, or I want to be a project manager but more in terms of overall how you interface with people, how you're serving the company, and the types of positions that really line up with that. And the reason why that's important is once you start thinking in terms of your identity, the number of companies and the number of roles that may fit into that expands exponentially, right? So if you decide like, oh, I just want to be, you know, such and such role, there may be just a very limited, you know, let's say you want to be in finance, there may be a very limited uh, number of roles that qualify for that. And you're like, oh, I can only look in the finance industry. However, if you look at it from an identity perspective, like, you know, I'm the type of person who um, really helps others uh, understand their finances better. Then it expands uh, to a lot of other areas. It could be nonprofits, it could be um, a role within another corporate that's not finance but has finance related issues. And all of those can line up quite well with the identity you choose for yourself going forward. So you've effectively expanded sort of the group of companies that you might apply for instead of, oh, I'm just, I have to find something in the finance industry. And what happens if like what's happening in the tech industry right now, the tech industry is laying off people. It's super competitive probably because all these people who've been laid off are looking for jobs, which may not exist as much anymore. And you say, oh, I'm in tech. I have to stay in the tech industry, right? So now you've put yourself in a box and you read those job descriptions and you're just doing whatever you can do to contort into the box versus really identifying who you are and what you're meant to be at a sort of a higher level uh, in terms of your purpose. And what I always tell people is your purpose is not a position or a role. It's not even an organization or an industry. It's how you're meant to serve other people. And that's why I say it's a higher level because it can fit into various different outfits or permutations of how you do that. But if you don't discover your identity first, if you don't choose that this is what you're meant to be, then it can become very difficult for you to think more broadly about next steps and what you want to do. Now, how does this really make a difference in terms of the interview? Well, people, in addition to wanting to hire for the you know role or job description, they're also looking for the type of individual 
that they want. So if you find uh, an organization or a role and you can sense that they're looking or would benefit from a type of individual like you, you can spend more of your time communicating how you are that person and that individual and that will be more effective because there's going to be a lot of people applying who have exactly kind of the similar requirements as you generally right unless you're so unique or the job is so unique generally there's going to be a lot of people who from a technical point of view can do the job just as well as you however there's only one version of you and what you bring uniquely to a role and that's why if you can communicate that more strongly, and how often do we do that, right? Most of the time we go to interview and we're just trying to answer their questions. We're not really getting through our unique value proposition. And if you can line up what you believe the company would benefit from and what they're looking for along with who you are as a unique value proposition, that is incredibly memorable. It's incredibly powerful and incredibly effective assuming that the job you know is an open position and they they're not just hiring you uh, or they're not just interviewing you to say that they interviewed someone right that there actually is an open market uh, for that job and that's a separate uh, issue for a separate episode so i just wanted to share that with you and it's also very um, powerful for underrepresented professionals because now you can communicate that identity and vision and you're not being pigeonholed or boxed into a specific role, right? Now they can see you more, you're connecting heart to heart, human to human, um, and that's much more powerful because once you get uh, past that level of what you look like or your background in that role, which are all kind of bundled together, and you connect human to human, like, hey, I'm the type of person who really wants to help people this way, maybe the hiring manager is too, then they can see past all of that and you can make a deeper connection which can be really powerful in terms of putting you on an even footing with other applicants who will have very much same uh, very much the same experience and fill the job requirements the same except maybe they may look the part a little bit more which is a minus for you if you don't fit uh, squarely and neatly into that box so one thing i would love for you to do today is think about who you are and who you're meant to be in terms of your career right who do you choose to be in terms of your career and where are you right now and where are you going moving forward and trying to figure out you know and be very open-minded about what sort of roles and organizations would fit into that path and I hope you'll be pleasantly surprised if you shift your mindset that there's a lot more uh, that you can apply to that your interviews will be more effective and if you've been laid off or looking uh, for new work I hope you'll find something very soon. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for listening to Diversity Bites. If you'd like to get access to exclusive episodes, bonus content, and other benefits, all while supporting the show, click the link to subscribe in the show notes. Remember, when it comes to higher performance, Diversity Bites, belonging delights.